Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another edition of the Man United podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things Manchester United. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United related, please, people. Ganacho Wonder Strike. Can you might can Manchester United kick on after victory versus Everton? So obviously I'll be discussing the Everton game. Wonder strike from Ganacho, Mano's performance, Onana's performance. Um, great third goal as well involving Bruno Fernandes and Anthony Martial as well, plus more. So we'll be discussing all of those things. But make sure you run up the likes first and foremost. Whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back, hit that like button on the video. Make sure you share this across all the socials. We're trying to get as many people in here as possible. So click that share button on the video. And on top of those two things, subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV as well. But let's run up the likes on here. Let's run up the follow on both accounts at That's Me Flawless and at Sarcasm City TV. Retweet and like from the Twitter, please. It helps. And share from the Instagram as well. And like I said, hit that notification bell when you do indeed subscribe. It is rolled to 9K. And let's get up to double figure likes because the fact that we're not in double figure likes is terrible. So let's run it up and get us up to double figure likes. Big up to Eli, who says big up Flawless. Big up Kaneki as well. Thomas B in the chat. He says, great channel. Hit the likes and support the team. They, are, they, aren't as, they aren't as bad as you think. So we'll get into that, Thomas B, when you say they are as bad as you think. In regards to what you have to be, you have to um, elaborate on that. Star-Lord says, Viva Ganacho. Um, big up to Kaneki. Says, an okayish win from United. Jamaica beating Canada and the Steelers. Getting the job done. Nothing but dubs for me. I like it. Glad you like it, Kaneki. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's good to see... It's good to, well, hear you in, in a good mood in regards to your sporting teams. Big up Warrior J, as always, the legend. Big up Kingsman, see you. Matthew, good to see you in the chat as well. Says Big up Flawless. Yesterday's result still just papers over the cracks. If Everton could finish their chances, we would have lost. When you when you think we have to rely on two teenagers, says it all. Big up to you, Matthew. Good to see you in the chat, first and foremost. Secondly, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Even though it was a great result and I'm over the moon, I don't think we are going to kick on. I don't see that as like, all right, this is where we turn the corner. With Everton finishing their chances, that's where they're Everton. Though. Because let's flip let's flip that on its head. And if we would have missed our chances, so say Ganacho doesn't score that, Martial misses, we don't get a penalty, etc. And Decore takes his chance or Idrissia takes his chance or Calvert-Lewin takes his chance, we wouldn't be saying... We wouldn't be saying, well, if we would have took our chances, we win the game because Everton would have took theirs and we didn't. That's on the quality of the opposition. That's on the quality of the opposition. So here, here we are. But I hear what you're saying. It was relying on two teenagers. But I think that tells you all you need to know. I think I think that tells us all we need to know. Warrior J says, I only have one question for you, Flawless Intamin. Lewis to stream. Shout out to Lewis. What's your thoughts on Mano's performance? Very, very good performance. What I like most about, well, two things I like most about his individual performance. One was his composure. Super composed. He played like he was like 26, 27. Like the composure that he showed on the ball. A tough place to go. Goodison Park is not an easy place to go and play ball. Whether you rate Everton or not, it's not. Better, more accomplished midfielders than him will struggle there in the future and have struggled there in the past. So I got to give him full Full credit for that. Also, decision-making. You hear me mention that a lot. Decision-making. His decision-making was so spot-on. And it's not even like he did anything exceptional with the ball at his feet, like he was spraying like 50, 60-yard passes. No decision-making. Playing the correct pass and the weight of pass was correct as well. He wasn't just getting a pass to a teammate. 
And sometimes, more often than not, he did progress the ball and play the ball forward. However, at times, he knew when to get on the ball, play it sideways, play it backwards, etc. So, yeah, loved uh, Maino's performance and hope to see him against um, Galatasaray and hope to see him in the future. Because now it's already with that one performance, who plays alongside Maino? Really, it should be Maino and Casemiro, but you never know with this manager. But Maino, that's the first time I've watched him because obviously you lot in the chat had told me about him during preseason. So I'd only watched him, so I hadn't watched him up until that point. So I was like, impressive. They're super impressed with him. Also off the ball as well, like his, like even the goal line clearance, that shows positioning, that shows anticipate, anticipation. That's what it showed. It showed anticipation. And that goes to show he has football and IQ on top of the physical attributes he has. Because our midfield lacks physicality. And people just hear the word physicality and just think of pace and power. And I'm not just talking about pace and power and being strong. I'm talking about agile. I'm talking about balance. I'm talking about mobility. Our midfield in particular, our whole team lacks that, but in particular in that midfield area. Just have people who are a lot of people who are durable. He adds to that. He adds to that because we don't have that. He gives us something in that area that we do not have in central midfield that is a must. What's a <coughs> bless me, bless me, people. But yeah. So salute to um, salute to Maino. And like I said, Galatasaray, I hope to see him play. And I hope to see him play, I, I believe, is it Bournemouth? On, is it Bournemouth for the weekend? Or New, no, it's Newcastle away. Newcastle away. But yeah, you lot, big up the new people just joining. Let's continue to run up the likes as well. We're at 13 likes. Let's get up to 20 likes. Like check, one, two, one, two. Continue to get your questions in. Of course, if you super chat, I get straight to your question as well. And I am doing a members Q&A tonight, people. So if you want to join the members Q&A, the link for the membership is in the pinned comment. That is one of the many great perks. Uh, David says they play better when Eric Ted Hag in the stands. It was a better performance, but I wouldn't go that far. Uh, Hugo says big up flawless at work, but stop by to slap the like. Hey, big up to you, Hugo. Much, much, much appreciated. Yeah, Eli, it's all about, it's all about the basics. All about the basics. And it also dispels the myth that Maino has to play bad because everybody around him is playing bad or not up to par. That's why I don't hear that. I am not hearing that as an excuse for more senior players and more experienced players than him. That's why I'm not. Oh, well, such and such is bad, so everybody should be bad. Maino dis like, disproved that because he played next to McTominay, who wasn't good, and he played next to Bruno, who minus the assist wasn't good. Like what we what we talking about? What are we talking about? And he still performed to a good level. Like of course, you're, it's going to be very tough to get to a world class level when you're playing with players who are poor or average or just substandard around you. But you can still perform to a level. And Mayno shown that yesterday. He still performed to a level. Imagine what would happen if we had a Casemiro next to him. How much that could improve improve his game when you put some more quality around him. I actually want to see them in the midfield. I'd like to see those two and Ericsson personally, but that's just me. Big up Rokot, uh, the DJ for the Super Chat. Much appreciated, my guy. Thank you. He says, watched him here in the US. He is a real one. That's what, yeah, Troop said that on the Back Again podcast yesterday. Like, when we played Arsenal, obviously he was there in preseason. And he was like, who is this guy? He was like, you bastards have got one. That's what he said. Uh, Troop's his exact words yesterday. So, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Like I said, he adds the physicality. He's also technically sound, and also it seems he has the mental attributes as well. Like, he seems he has everything to be at least a competent midfielder. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. Eli says, how is a teenager babysitting grown-ass um, men? That's absolutely ridiculous, because they're not good enough. We seem, I, I, at times, I forgot McTominay was playing. 
I forgot, but I'm not even sure. Matthew says Maynard was class in preseason, just just sucked. He got, just sucked. He got injured. I really think he would have been a full first teamer now. Just makes you look at the Mount transfer and more dis, dis, disbelief. That is true. That is true. Yeah, Eli, that's the thing. People are like, when I've criticised players in the past, or I criticise the team, oh, you want everything. You want champagne football. You want us to be prime Barcelona. No. I want us to be a competent, functioning unit who do the basics. Being organised and being a functional unit is nothing to shout about. That is the basics. You are a professional team. Professional footballers who are paid extremely well. What are we talking about? What are we talking about here? Yeah, do the basics. It's how I play football. Do the nothing spectacular. Do the basics. And guess what? Teammates and managers alike have loved me in the past because I will just do the basics. No frills. Get the ball and pass it to someone in the same color shirt as you. It's really not that difficult. And that's what Maino did yesterday. That's what he did yesterday. And I love to see that. Hey, big up to uh, Tyler Jones for the super chat. Much appreciated, my guy. Much, much, much appreciated. Says uh, United know how to resurrect dead managers. I knew you would pick up points during a difficult period. The difficult. That being said, the difficult periods just died. Where's been? A, let me actually look at our fixture list because the difficult period is starting with that game, and we passed it with flying colours because Everton is not an easy place to go. I predicted us to win one 0 but if we would have drawn or lost. I wouldn't, it wouldn't have surprised me. But let me actually look at Manchester United's fixtures because it's starting now. It is starting now. I'm looking here one second. Bear with me. So Galatasaray away, tough game. Newcastle away, tough game. Chelsea at home. All right, maybe the, maybe the more favourable one on paper because they are bad. Bournemouth at home, they will give us a game. Bayern at home, no matter what team they are playing, we may need points to get out of the group regarding on what happens away at Galatasaray. So that'd be tough. Liverpool away, tough. West Ham away, tough. Villa are flying. Even though their away form isn't the best, they just won at Spurs. That's a tough game. Forest away, that's tough. So the difficult period starting now. It's starting now. Yes, we passed the first test. Now go do this against Galatasaray. That's what needs to be done. Go do this against Galatasaray, I beg. But Tyler, big up for the super chat, man. Much appreciated, trust me. All Super Chats, much, much, much appreciated. It, it contributes to the channel and support so much. Again, you lot continue to get your questions in as well. What? Here we go. Eli says, unless you have Neymar, Hazard, Messi, Ronaldinho levels of skill, or you just believe in yourself to do the skills consistently, then just keep it nice, simple and easy until you can get to that level. That's the thing is you want it from your attacking players if they have that in their locker. So if you are a flair player, do flair things. Step overs, drop of the shoulder, try to go past the man, create. But alongside the skills, you also have to produce. This is why I'm so critical of certain players. Because it's like, it's like the general consensus within like football fans is, if you're a technical baller, that's okay. It doesn't matter what your mental attributes are like. It doesn't matter what your physicality is like. It doesn't matter what your stats are like. It doesn't matter if you're helping the team win. As long as you're a technical baller, that's accepted. But if you were just a physicality baller, you're being criticised. If you just have mental attributes, you're criticised and called a passion merchant. But as long as you're a technical baller, you can go attacking player and go 12 games without a goal. And people are going to show up. People are still going to defend you. But if an attacking player who was just, just had physicality, so say just had great balance and great agility, but didn't really offer too much else, he would get criticised. And rightfully so. Same way if someone was just, um, just mentally was had great attributes, worked hard, 
um, worked hard, was aggressive, great teamwork, etc., etc. We would criticize and just call him a passion merchant. He just runs around. Like, that's not accepted. So it's like, because one thing about Messi, Ronaldinho, Hazard, Neymar, the four players you mentioned, they all delivered. They all delivered. Even though I've been critical of Neymar for his after his um, Barcelona, after he left Barcelona, he delivered for Barcelona. Hazard delivered for Chelsea. Messi delivered only for Barcelona and Argentina. Ronaldinho delivered for Barcelona and Brazil. As great as those players were from a technical aspect, they got GNA and they also helped the team. And they helped their team win the major trophies. I think Hazard's the only one. Like he won a pre he helped Chelsea win a Premier League, I believe, FA Cup as well. I think it was a few Premier Leagues at FA Cup. Neymar won the lot for Barcelona. Messi won the lot for Barcelona and helped Argentina win a World Cup. Ronaldinho won the lot for Barcelona and helped Brazil win a World Cup. Maybe a Copa America, I'm not sure. So, like, those players delivered when it mattered. Um, big up to Matthew as well, who says, I know this will be asked a lot, but Ganachos or Rooney's, what do you think was better? Oh, yeah, if I cut out you lot, you, you know why, because my Wi-Fi was playing up yesterday and the day before. Like, it's just cut off here, but I think you lot can still hear me anyway, even though this is just cut off on the other laptop. Wi-Fi playing up. Let's run this up. Yeah, you lot can, yeah, I just got a notification, so you lot can still hear me. I don't know why I just randomly disconnected. But yeah, in regards to Ganachos or Rooney's, of course, Wayne Rooney's for the magnitude of the goal and the occasion of the goal was better. But whose goal was better overall? Ganachos. It was further out and it was a tighter angle. He was further away from goal and he was further like towards the left. Rooney's was incredible, don't get him mistaken. But Ganachos, that is a banging strike. That is goal of the season. I don't think we'll see a better goal this season. Not a chance. I think we see a better goal this season. That is goal of the season, like without doubt. If there is a better goal, we're in for a treat. Because if there is a goal that is head and shoulders above that, we're, yeah. And salute to Ganacho because that's what we've been lacking from our attack is individual moments of brilliance. We shouldn't rely on it, but that's what it is. And to T.O. who said United Chelsea Spurs show got cancelled. Uh, 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 it didn't get cancelled. Live tonight, 11 p.m. The reason why that show wasn't on yesterday is because we started the Back Again podcast later and it ran over. So 11 p.m. tonight for the Manchester United Chelsea Spurs show. It's on the it's on the live stream. Um, but yeah, Ganacho's definitely. And the fact that he can do that, now I'm hoping, you don't want to rely on it, but he does that more. Not in terms of scoring overhead kicks. That's ridiculous to ask, but I'm saying more moments of individual brilliance because we need that in this attack. We need that. Big up Tarzan in the cup, who says, Flawless, um, big up. I haven't heard your thoughts on Maino. What did I tell you about him? Special, special player. We'd even see the best of him because he has way more to offer. Yeah, I was just speaking on it, but just quickly, I talk about it again, Tarzan, in regards to his composure and his decision-making. They were the two things that impressed me the most about him. So composed in a hostile environment. And he didn't, you know what our team's like when it comes to adversity and also decision-making. Played the correct pass with the, the correct weight of pass. So, yeah, I like what I'm seeing, and I'm hoping he can kick on from that as well. I'm hoping so. So, hopefully, he plays now. Now you're, at mid you're in that midfield. You've got to play. It shouldn't be that way because he's 8, 17, 18. But guess what? That's just, that is just the way it is, for real. You lot continue to run up the likes, please. Get us to 20 likes. Get yeah, us up to 20 likes. Thank you. Nah, T.O., you didn't catch life. Not in the slightest. Here we go, Tazer. He's always hyping up the um, 
the youth players. Also, just like I told you about Maino, I'm telling you about Shea Lacey is next up. Right wing 10, folding region, really good and crazy technical. Need him next. All right, we'll see. Eli says, not going to lie, I'm hella jealous. I'd love to have Maino at Arsenal as he walks into our midfield. Nah, I mean, you got Declan Rice. You're good, Eli. You're Declan, you got Declan Rice. You got Declan Rice. Let's see what else you lot are saying in the chat. Continue to get your questions in as well. And I want to get to Thomas B who says, great, was it? Yeah, great the channel hit the, hit the likes and support the team. They are, as they are as bad as you think. Are you convinced now? Because let me just clarify that performance has not made me go, all right, we've turned the corner because the performance, even though it was better than our usual performance, was nothing to write home about. Let's not get it mistaken, people. We scored a wonder goal inside three minutes. Salute to Ganacho for that incredible strike. Other than that, we offered nothing going forward for the entire first half. And this is, let's be real, a limited evidence side. Work hard, organised, functioning unit, as you would expect from Sean Dyche, but they're a limited side. They're a mid-table side at best. They are 12th, 13th at best as a Premier League side, like in this current Premier League. Let's not act like they're not a top half team. They're not top seven. They're 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th. They're mid-table to lower mid-table. Like, what are we talking about? And we didn't really perform well in the first half. We scored the goal off of nothing really going forward. Didn't really have control of the game. Oh, now they made some great saves. Couple of great saves as well. Like, and yeah, if it wasn't for their bad finishing alongside Onana and alongside some good defending from us as well. I actually thought our defending our defensive players did okay for the most part. Lindelof had a few moments, but defensively he was okay. Shaw was okay. Maguire was decent. Thought Delow was decent as well. But that goes to show McTominay. McTominay out there. Bruno minus the assist. Great assist, by the way, for Bruno. Great assist. That like when I talk about weight of pass people, look at Bruno's pass from Martial. Passed it with care. So Martial didn't have to break his stride, could control it easy, and fantastic finish by Martial. But that's it. Bruno didn't really do too much outside of that. Martial didn't do too much. Ganacho outside of the goal didn't do too much. And Rashford, oh my, yeah. Even though he scored the goal, he was horrific. Times on the counter, there was a couple counter-attacks. One where he um, went to cross it for Bruno, and it was... Tarkovsky, who intercepted it. Then another time, we were in our half on the break and he had so much space to hit Bruno. And I think Tarkovsky, it was either Tarkovsky or Bramthwaite, I believe, who intercepted it again. What are we talking about? Like, yeah, like... So the performance, even though it was better because we scored three goals, wasn't much better. Like, we still have levels to go. If, that's still not a sustainable performance. That is still not a sustainable performance, even though it was better. It's just the bars on the floor. Outside of Forest, you could argue maybe Arsenal. That's our second to third best performance this season. Probably our first or second best away performance in the Premier League this season. Goes to show where we're at. I wouldn't give our overall performance no more than a five. Probably like a five max. Like, I'm not, even though I'm over the moon about the result, over the moon for Ganacho, glad Rashford scored, glad Martial got on the score sheet, glad Onano made his saves, Maino's um, full debut, etc., etc. Actually, for Bruno had a captain performance. When I say that, I mean as a captain, not his football performance. He, he was okay. He was nothing special. Like, what did, outside of the goal, what did he really do? He was kind of a threat. Well, he didn't do nothing where I go, oh my God, Bruno. 
Like, he didn't do nothing like that. Nothing like that. So, but again, I, I don't even criticize that, that I'd come to expect it. I know the limitations. I know the limitations. Like, it's Bruno Fernandes. And big up to Matthew, this is a very, very valid point. Gotta give some respect to Onana. I slagged him down, but I think he's finally settling in, but still haven't seen that distribution he possesses. Uh, because our players don't move and create space. Yes, I gotta give respect to Onana as well. And to everyone, make sure the apologies is as loud as disrespect. Everyone who wrote him off, not saying people were wrong to criticize him, thoroughly deserve to get criticized for the start of his Manchester United career. But again, no balance, people going overboard, terrible, no better than De Gea, needs to be moved on. He's been here two to three months. He's played a handful of games. Well, at that point, when people he played what? seven or eight games and you quick to write him off. So say he had been world-class in them seven to eight games. Is he the next coming of Peter Schmeichel, David De Gea and Van der Sar rolled into one? No. Again, balance. You've got to give people more time. Now, if he was still performing poorly, that's when I'd be concerned. I know what it's like being a Manchester United goalkeeper. We've all watched it before. That is a very, very tough position at Manchester United. But I said, get back to the basics. Cut out the silly errors. Start doing the basics. He's now doing that. And on top of doing the basics, he's now making some great saves. The save from Adrissia was good. Um, the one from outside the box. I think Adrissia had another shot where he saved it. He got up, saved the rebound, and the main stopped it going over the line. So you've got to give props to him, 100%. You know what I'm saying? you got to give props to him because he's turned it around. But I thought he turned it around because of his character. The way he was, the way he spoke after the Bayern Munich game when he took full responsibility, even though he was at fault for the first goal, he took full responsibility for the defeat. We scored, we conceded four goals. He was only at fault for one. So I was like, you got some heart and fight to you. And we're seeing that now. Yeah, with the distribution, this whole myth of Varane's not playing because we can't play out from the back. Exhibit A. Exhibit fucking A. Did you lot see us against Everton trying to play out from the back? It weren't no great transition. Myth. Absolute myth. Lindelof and Maguire are so clear of Varane on the ball. Whatever, man. So did you see that? Like I say, if we play against that, against better opposition, we will get crucified. We will get absolutely destroyed. And I'm very fearful that that could happen. Very fearful. Over the moon about the result. Great. 3-0 win. Three goals away from home. Hopefully I'm wrong and we kick on and we stand up against Galatasaray on Wednesday. That's what I'm hoping for. Now, if we stand up and get a victory out there in Turkey, I can look at the Everton game and go, oh, you know what? We can, that actually impacted that. We can kick on. We can kick on. Like, shut me up. Prove me wrong. Go out there and don't fold. Even if we lose to Galatasaray, let's lose and go, you know what? We gave our all number one. So the effort was there too. And we were just unlucky. I'm saying we, we in, in regards to like, if it's a boxing or MMA opponent or boxing or MMA bout, punch them back. Too many times we roll over. If we go out there and lose to Galatasaray, lose and be like, you know what? Galatasaray was just phenomenal today. Look at the goals they scored. Great moments of individual brilliance, great team goals. Don't go over there and just give them goals up. Because that's what we've done far too often this season, in particular away from home and in particular in the Champions League. When you look at the goals, we just gave them up. Bayern Munich game, gave up goals. Galatasaray game, gave up goals. The Copenhagen game away, gave up goals. Just giving up goals. Don't go over there and give up goals. We can see the four. We can see the eight goals, four goals in our two away games in the Champions League. 
So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it is a turnaround. Do I think it is? Personally, no. But we, we will see. Continue to roll up the likes, people, as well. Only at 23 likes. Only at 23 likes, and there's over 30 people in here. So let's get up to 30 likes. Like, check, one, two, one, two. Share this across all the socials. Let's get over 40, over 50 people in here as well. And hit the subscribe button also on the channel. It is rolled to 9,000 subscribers. Trying to hit 9K before the year is out. We are, I think, is it even under 300, under 400 away? So yeah, so we're at 8,686 subscribers. Get us to 8,690. Four more subs. I know there's at least four people watching live right now. You have not hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button. And if you're watching this back live, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if you're listening on one of the audio platforms, please, after you finish listening, go over to the YouTube people. Go over to the YouTube channel and... um. Oh, and hit the subscribe button, please. Big up to Ed. I see you. You lot continue to get your questions in as well. Ed says, any other players you still you think that still need improvement in the Everton game? My bad if you already answered this. Everybody. Minus Mano. Minus Mano. Minus Onana. I thought that low was decent. I thought he was decent. He was an outlet going forward. Yes, the cross was slightly behind Ganacho, but be an outlet out there. And he was the one who crossed it into Ganacho. I think it was even in the first half or second half and Ganacho put it over the bar. That was from him. But yeah, again, but these players need improvement. But I don't think they can improve to, to a level we want to go to. Can they play better? Yes. But Dalo overall is not good enough. Shaw overall is not good enough. Lindelof's not good enough. Maguire's not good enough. McTominay's not good enough. Bruno's not good enough. Martial's not good enough. Ganacho really should be a squad player. And Rashford's falling off a cliff. He's not good enough. Look at all the people I just named. I just named the entire team by two men. And one of them was the goalkeeper. One of them was the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Matthew. Definitely helped us that Onana was injured for them. I'm a big fan. What do you think would be a good formation for y'all and who would your personnel be? 4 2 3 1. Um, this is everybody fit. Onana in goal. Daloa, Wambasaka, depending on the opposition. So, yeah, fully dependent on the opposition in regards to if we're going to be a little bit more offensive and on the front foot, that low. If we're going to be a more, little bit more defensive and the team and the opposition going to have more of the ball, Wan-Bissaka. Left back, Malasia. Once he's back, you need to see the levels Malasia is at, 110%. Uh, Varane Martinez, centre-back partnership. Midfield, I'd go Mano, Casemiro and Eriksen. Midfield three. Casemiro and Mano in a pivot. Ericsson in the 10, then you don't have to worry about him tracking back or anything like that. I don't need him doing all that. Um, left wing currently has to be Ganacho, without doubt. Has to be right wing. I'd go Palestri. Don't want to see Anthony over there. Don't want to see Rashford over there. Don't want to see Bruno over there. Don't want to see Mount. And then Hoyland up top. I'm happy about that team. No, but I think it's the best we can put together. So the fact that I'm saying Palestri and Ganacho is the wide players, like, and Hoyland up top. Did the those three even have like 20 domestic league goals between them? If they do, it's just 20 or barely 20. It's probably like 30 max. Well, Hoyland scored nine for Atalanta and then scored however many the season before. Let me actually check the numbers. I'm actually going to check that. Let me have a look. Hold up. And I know Palestri, he's not, I don't think he scored for us in the Premier League. And Ganacho's got what, three or four or five? Let me have a look at this. Yeah, so he's only yeah because he was in Austria the the season before, so 
So yeah, he scored nine goals for Atalanta. So that's nine. And Ganacho scored how many? Hold up. See, I'm talking here about a 19-year-old, you know. Crazy. He's got four. Got one this season. I had three last season. What are we talking about? So that's... <laughs> that's 13. 13. And I don't think Pelesi scored for us in the Prem. So the front three I put out that I genuinely believe is our best front three have scored 14, no, sorry, 13 league goals between them. Pelesi's 21. Just checking it now. Make sure he, he hasn't... Yeah he's, yeah, he's yet to score. Bear in mind, he's only played six games this season. That was a, Most of them probably would have been off the bench in four last season as well. 14, no, sorry, 13. Ed says, this is a fair point. Maino doing something Cass and Amrabat haven't done this season. Uh, carry the midfield. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. That's why I don't hear the excuse of who you're playing with. You can still perform to a certain level. Hopefully, Ahmed's back. I'd like to see Ahmed back, Kaneki, just to see what he can do on the right wing, without doubt. Ed says, just because our forwards went from one Premier League goal to four Premier League goals this season doesn't fool me. Still a long way to go, but the less I see of Anthony in it, the better. I hear you. I ain't trying to see Anthony. I ain't trying to see none of them. Matthew says, I'm happy Rashford is suspended for Wednesday. Hopefully that means Palestri will start because he's done more when he come on than Rashford did the whole game. That's true. And he was involved in the... Um, he was involved in the third goal as well. Very similar to how, and that was just him hustling, just being a nuisance. He did that in the Fulham game because it was on his side. And then Polina, the bot, has then had the poor clearance and instructed Bruno. But him just being a nuisance. Again, that comes back to basic and just effort and just closing down. And that's the type of thing. You can make your own luck in, in certain instances. So yeah, I'm glad he suspended because he was awful yesterday. He was awful. So hopefully it is Palestri Ganacho either side of, will it be Hoyland of Martial? I like that because in regards to you got ex you got excessive pace on each wing and we're probably not going to have the ball. I'm not sure about how big the, the pitch is in Galatasaray, but they're going to have space to hit in regards to if... Well, they're going to have space to hit in regards to the two players on the wing because they're willing runners. Both Palestri and Ganacho are willing runners. And whether it's Hoyland or Martial up top, at least there's a target, there's a target to hit from Central. So, yeah, and then you've got Bruno out there who can hit space into the wings. Maino will probably play as well. Probably McTominay will probably go with the same team. Minus Rashford, to be honest. You can see him playing the same team. See what else you are saying. Big up to It's Just Me. I hope you are well. Says, hi, Flawless. Hope you're well. Hope you're good too. I saw some positives from yesterday's game. Uh, the goal seemed like a team effort, but this season United might win ugly and play poorly while Ten Hag is in charge. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. That's why I don't even complain about good performances. Just get the results. Because I don't see good performances on the horizon. So let's just get to a level of, I don't know, average performances. Actually, let me scratch that. Decent, solid performances, functional performances. That's where I'm at. Get some functional performances. That's where I'm with it. Eli says, what about 3-5-3? to Varane, um, Aaron Wan-Bissaka, Shaw, Lissandro Martinez as a back three. Regular Delores, win-backs, Maino, Cass Eriksson in the midfield, and Hoyland slash Rashford, and Martial as the forwards. I like that, but just until it gets to the forward line. That's what it is. The back three, it could work. you got Varane, 
who complain about free, Martinez complain about free, Shaw's bearing a back free, um, Maguire's bearing a back free, Lindelof bearing a back free. So you have that. Wing backs, you're a little bit, the options are a little bit more limited. Malassia can definitely play as an effective wing back. So can Regulon. But outside of that, Dalo can too, Wambasaka to an extent, even though he's probably a better right sided centre back. Midfield, it helps because you got Casemiro, you got Ericsson, you got Maino in there. You can throw in the mix now. I'm Rabat as well. It's just a forward line. Again, where's the creativity within that? Take Ericsson out of it. We just lack so many. We all have no creative edge. And then goals. Even Martial, Rashford, Hoyland. And then you don't get the best out of a Ganacho playing him in that system. Same with the Palestri. And it's crazy that I'm saying that about the two youngsters, but that's just what it is. Hey, Sheik, good to see you in the chat. Says big up flawless in the chat. Big up to you. I'll take free L playing badly, badly to prefer, to be fair. I hear that. It should be a one-off, though. It should be a one-off. Uh, it says, uh, Flawless, do you think United will finish sixth this season, even though the likes of Aston Villa and Spurs are ahead of them? Probably not. I don't think we'll finish sixth. Not with this, how we're currently constructed and how this manager's playing, no. I don't think we finish sixth. Because you've got City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, Newcastle, Villa. Yeah. How many times are just named? City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, Newcastle, Villa. So, yeah, that's six. That's six. So, I think seventh to eighth will be around that. That's currently, but that's currently constructed with this manager, 27th of November, 2023, 5.11 p.m. 1700 hours. Is it how do you even say is it 1700 hours 11? How do you say when it's a 24 hour clock? Let me know. Let me know, people. What's this? Nick is saying Ed Tag, uh, Ten Hag is one of the dumbest. So I say motherfuckers that has coached this team that he would solve a huge problem by playing him instead of Bruno from time to time. For whatever reason, he don't want to play. He doesn't want to play Donny van der Beek. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. And to Starlord, who says, I think we get top four if we only six points off top and we've been this bad. But the teams ahead of us haven't been great. Like, that's what people need to realise. The quality of opposition, the quality of opposition, the quality in the Premier League is not good. And that's overall. Take out the top three teams. Take out City, Liverpool, Arsenal. Quality of this Premier League is not good. Who ahead of us has been good this season? Villa's away form. People hyping up Villa. Their away form's been shocking. Yeah, they just want to get Spurs. Go check their away form. Spurs have lost their last three games. Brighton have won one game in two and a bit months. Manchester United, the less spoken about, we know. So look at the teams ahead of us. You ahead of us, you say, is performing well. That's what I'm saying. Who? What are we talking about? Let's not get ahead of our, Let's not get ahead of ourselves. The table is more of an indictment of the league quality. And that's why I said the league isn't good in terms of quality, which is not. Like, it really isn't. And yeah, I'm going to grow this beard out till over Christmas and then get a trim. Unless something pops up. Unless there's a motive, I'm just growing this shit out. Just looking at it here. I like how it looks. The grizzly look. Star Lord says, if we pick up form, I feel we can do it. I hear that, but do you see us picking up form? What confidence do you have for us picking up form? Like, what have you seen that I don't? 
I know Matthew, I don't, unfortunately. He says, do you want us to see Varane coming back in with Ten Hag? I just can't see it because to me, he's too stubborn. Yeah, I don't see it happening either, which I think is foolish because he's our best centre-back, clearly. And don't let clean sheets and good results fool you. Like, Maguire's playing decent. That's it. Decent. He's not playing exceptional. He's not been terrific. He's not been, oh my, he's been decent, solid, functional. That's it. Varane is still our best centre-back, but the manager going to live by his decisions, die by his decisions. Hey, Sheik, appreciate it. Five wins out of six. Yes, the performance been poor, but we're still winning at the moment. Yeah, I agree, Star-Lord. That's what I said. I said the performances are there. That's why I said I'm not getting fooled. Sorry, the results are there. I'm not getting fooled by the results. Yeah, we've won five out of six. Props to the team. Is it sustainable? No, we watched Oli go on these type of runs before. We've seen this. It's both. It has to be a mix. You have to look at the results and look at performances and see if they're matching up. All right, we're getting results. Is the performances sustainable? All right, we're putting in good performances, but not getting results. So we need to pattern up the performances because something is off. Why can't we have both? Why is that so much to ask? To have good results and good performances. We've done that in the past. We did it last season to an extent. Why is that impossible? Other teams do that. Teams we're chasing do that. Why can't we do that? Really don't get it. I ask him for both. It's like when I talk about players and say, why can't we have someone who's technically sound and also has the physicality too? Manchester City managed to do it. Liverpool managed to do it. Arsenal managed to do it. Why can't we do it? And they're the teams we're chasing in regards to trying to get to the mountaintop. Is the overall aim, not Premier Leagues and Champions Leagues. Real Madrid managed to do it. Bayern Munich managed to do it. I'm just naming the bad, the better teams in the Premier League and better teams overall in Europe. Well, is the aim not to compete with them? That's why I'm critical of this team. Even though I just know, and when I say critical in regards to you lot asking me questions, nothing shocks me anymore. That's why I don't complain about it. This is why I don't tweet about it on my socials. I'll put it on my gram. I know our limitations. I know Manchester United is just not very good. I'm fully aware. Fully aware. I'm just not very good. Like I just know it. So I pay it no mind. I'm just like, it is what it is. But hopefully we can get back to, I just want us to get back to last season. And that's far-fetched. Get back to last season where I go into games going, all right, we can get something from anybody. Or where Anfield, if this was last season. I was confident going into that game last season. Oh yeah, we can get some. Even though the manager went super attacking and he needs to pattern that. Better play three midfielders in there. Don't play Bruno in central midfield. Don't do that. Don't play Bruno. You better go there with Casemiro, Mano, Amrabat. That's what I want to see. That's the midfield. Don't play Mount in there. Don't play Bruno in there. Don't play Ericsson in there. Go to Anfield with that midfield. Casemiro, Mano, Amrabat. Wambasaka right back. Shaw left back. Varane, Maguire. Like, Onana in goal. Like, that's what man has to do. Like, for real, for real. I'm not trying to see us go. They don't go play 4-2-3-1 for us to get clapped. What are we doing out here? That's it's not, the, it's not the way forward at all. At all. Flawless, my favourite quote for Man United right now. Expect disappointment and you'll never get disappointed. That's why I'm not even disappointed. I'm just like, you man just don't embarrass us. That's where I'm at with it. I'm just at that point, Galatasaray, just don't embarrass us. I ain't even talking about a win. When we go away to Newcastle, on, is it Sunday or Saturday? 
Martin, like I don't actually, you know, I was looking on the laptop. Martin, like I don't have it on the schedule when we move. Yeah, we play Newcastle Saturday, 8 p.m. Jeez. Saturday, just don't embarrass us. Ed says, Varane Martial are in a situation by he was in under Ralph. Yes, they're available, but you know, you can't trust their bodies for a stretch of games. So just utilize, utilize when you play him. Play him away at Galatasaray, play him away against Newcastle and then rest in the next game. That's what you should do. Then rest him at home to Chelsea. If you really want, don't play him at home to Bournemouth. Then you play him at home to Bayern Munich. Pinpoint the games. Manage is in the title. Manage. Like That's what he should be doing. Thomas B says, at this point, why your expectations for United this year? I'm a fan for 10 years, but not a lifetime fan. Well, you've been a fan for 10 years. That's a long time. My expectations for Manchester United this year. Jeez. I really don't think we can do anything. So my expectations are just not high. I look at us and go, what can we do? Expectations. I don't think we can win the FA Cup. Champions League, forget about it. Uh... League, forget about it. We're out of the League Cup. And there's nothing to look forward to. I don't look forward to watching games. Like I said, if I wasn't content creating, I would have done stop watching. Just go about my day and do other stuff. So, yeah, I don't. I don't the, ex, the bar's on the floor. I don't have no expectations, to be honest. For real. And that's sad. I'm talking like this, like it's towards the end of the season. I'm talking like it's April, May. It's November. Imran says, as long as we finish above um, Chelsea. Oh, they're scrubs. We're going to finish above them. They suck. Tell Chelsea fans this. We're going to finish above them. Them man got gassed up because they drew 4-4 against City. Got gassed up because they played well and drew against Arsenal. No. But currently, right, jeez. Wait, what? We eight points clear of them, man. Eight points clear of them. Yeah, they suck, man. They do. And we'll probably beat them at OT as well. Yeah, and they'll probably lose to Brighton, to be honest. I'll drop points at home to Brighton. We'll be a watch-along on Sunday for that as well on the Twitch, people. Watch-alongs galore, I'm telling you. Two on, one off is what you're saying in regards to game management flawless. Yeah, something like that. Manage Rafael Varane because he played enough games last season. How many league games did he play? Was it like 29 or something like that? So he's available enough. You're like, oh, you can't rely on him. Like, we have someone incredible in front of him. If we had a youngster, I'd go, you know what, Fez? It's Lindelof and Maguire and Johnny Evans. What are we doing? I was 30 years old. Play him. Play him. What are we talking about? Yeah, he played he played 24 league games last season. Bear in mind, he got a bad injury towards the end. So utilize it. Played 22 league games the season before. Bear in mind, in the league, he played 31, 32, 32 in his last three seasons there. And he's been available more often than not this season. He just hasn't played like a few... Like, he's currently played eight matches. I swear, what, three or four times he's been on the bench? He was on the bench yesterday. He was on the bench against City, so that's 10 off the top of my head. So that'd be 10 from, what, 13? What are you talking about? Sheik says, my thing is, keep him in the picture. Why can't you make him start in our crucial games, make him come off the bench, like, keep Varane in the mix? course, none of this uh, seems like a tactical change. Yeah, because it's all a, it's all a reactionary. It's not proactive, it's reactive. The people saying, oh, we're trying to get rid of his wages and get him off the books and move to the future. 
and phase him out. Phase him out for who? Ain't Maguire, him and Maguire the same age. Johnny Evans is older. How old's Lindelof? Like 27, 28, not good enough anyway. So phase him out. But when you're phasing out a player, normally there's a youngster in that same position coming to take that person's place. Who? It's not like there's a main old type for centre-back. What are we talking about? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, like, how old's Maguire? Because Varane's day. Look at here, he's day, and he'll be 31 in April. I'm having a look here right now. Yeah, Maguire, him and Maguire are the same age. And Maguire will be 30 in August. So what are we talking about? Ah, Maguire's fair, you know, that's crazy. How old is Lindelof? All this all phase him out. Lindelof's 29. And he'll be 30 in July. So it's just this myth. Phase him out for players your age and a player a year younger and a player a year and years older. Uh, Varane stopped playing international football too. Exactly. That's why I don't, people just need to say, oh, I just don't like Varane. Just be honest. Don't rate him, don't like him. Yeah, Ed, see, this makes more sense. Exactly, phasing out makes so uh, makes no sense. We can phase out Cass because because we got Kobe. We can phase out Martial because we got Hoyland. Can't phase out Mandem for guys who are the same. Yeah, who are you phasing them out for? All our defenders are going to be 30 or older to start of next season. Varane going to be 31. Maguire going to be 31. Lindelof going to be 30. Johnny Evans going to be what, like 36? So what are we doing? Bear in mind, we got some old ass back line. See, looking now. Johnny, Johnny Evans is 35. And he'll be 36 in January. Oh, he's got the same birthday as me. See, Johnny Evans, real one. Right. Like, what are we doing? People just be saying anything. <sighs> Anyone who questions the manager gets dropped in scene. Here, the thing is, I don't even know if he got dropped. If that was the case to phase out Varane, chat to him before this, chat to him at the start of the season, right? I'm going to phase you out. You're going to be getting less game time. Then Varane can make the option, has the option to then stay or then leave because Varane was his guy. He was your he was your guy all last season and he was your guy at the start of this season. And we watched him play. And then you what and then we watched him play, and then whatever happened, and now all of a sudden he's just not in the fault. Or oh, because he can't play out from the back and rare turn and all this stuff. Foolishness. Varane just didn't all of a sudden get worse on the football. Yeah. <sighs> I don't get how Varane started for us 24 games last year. Clearly was our starter. We made him a captain for a few games as well. There's no way he looked at Maguire and said, yeah, he's better. Nonsense. It is. That's what I'm saying, Sheik. It just don't sound right. Casemiro is a serial Champions League winner. You don't just phase him out too easy. Here's the thing, Nick. I wouldn't phase him out. All this nonsense about getting rid of Varane and Casemiro for who? For who? That's the, that's the big question, Mark. Move these quality players on. Cool for who? We are moving Varane on for who? Maguire, Lindelof, and Johnny Evans. Is this what we're doing? Who are we moving them on for? Casemiro moving him on for who? Bruno Mount McTominay. Do you hear? Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth, people? Do you hear the options I'm talking about? Phasing out good players for who? I'm all for, yo, if you want to move on players, cool. But it has to actually make logical sense. 
and you're moving them on for quality players to come through. Like, if Real Madrid were like, right, we're going to move on Modric and Cruz. you got Chiuameni, Camavinga, Valverde, Bellingham. Makes sense. That I can understand. Who? And they're even youngsters. That's the crazy part. It's not like we just went through the ages of the centre-backs. Maguire going to be 31 to start next season. Lindelof going to be 30 to start next season. Evans going to be 36. How old's McTominay? Let me check. How old's Let me see. Let me check this. McTominay's 26. And will be 27th, 8th of December. So he's 27. Bruno is how old? 29. And will be 30 September next season. Um, Mount. He's 24, so he's slightly younger, but he's rubbish. So what are we talking about? Is that who we're phasing him out for? Just nonsense, though. I mean, no type of sense. Just pure foolishness. What's my prediction for Wednesday? <laughs> it's a good question. It's just me. I say 2-1 Manchester United. But that's the Manchester United finding me saying that. So, yeah, 2-1 Manchester United. That's what I go with. That's what I say. 2-1 Manchester United. Hey, Nick, I don't know what dream world you're living in about if we sell Varane and buy Saliba. Why would Arsenal sell Saliba, number one? Number two, why would they sell Saliba to us? Makes no type of sense. Why would they do that? Sheik says, I agree, Flawless. Man's not got a clue anymore. Seems like we are very reactionary and it's almost like they want to cross the bridge when they get there every single time. There's some situation, no plan. How are you winging it? How are you approaching situations like I do? What's going on? Like, I'll do that, people. And it's not the way to go, by the way. I've just winged stuff in the past. Like, all right, we'll, we'll cross it when we get to it. That's how I've treated bullshit jobs I've done before here. That's what I'll say. I know there's an issue or a problem at workplaces I've been at, or I might be at work and there's an issue on the horizon. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to have to deal with that Tuesday. We'll deal with it tomorrow. I'm not planning to deal with it. What are we talking about? Well, what, what, what are we doing? What, what are we doing? Like, you can't just wing it This is Manchester United Football Club You ain't just doing some bullshit Minimum wage job That you don't care about I don't even wing Sarcasm City TV I'll wing this like, You lot know Any regular watchers know I'm saying This is organised Come up with ideas Get co-hosts Shows every week Same time Etc etc You lot know the dance <sighs> To Nick who says They sold Robin Van Persie And Sanchez to us So Nick you're telling me They'll sell us Saliba Is this what you honestly think you honestly think that, yeah? Even though um, Van Persie and Alexis Sanchez was different times. But if you believe they'll sell us Saliba, cool. I don't know what to tell you. Ed says, uh, with so many young centre-backs available and he ended up with none. Instead, we got Mount, who spends more time with the physios on the pitch. Great point. Great point. Not only is he not good enough, that he's now not available. How many injuries? He seems to have two long injuries. But he's rubbish anyway. Just rubbish, man. Just out there running around, tricking y'all. Just out there running around, tricking y'all, man. For real. There's everyone who told me I was... I need to go back and check them streams, actually. I need to go back and check them streams. 
Right, what are we talking about? Right, people genuinely thought that was a good signing. Now the chat quiet. Lamb had performed well. Let Manchester United have been a little bit higher up the table, performing better. And he got like, say he had like four assists, four goals. Telling me how wrong I am. And he puts up numbers and return to bang average, man. Bang average. Moderate. That's what he is. He's at his very best. He's very good. Hear what I'm saying? When is very good, good enough for Manchester United? How is your very best good? Your very best should be world class. Your very best should at least bare minimum be top class. This guy's very best is very good. It's what happens when he's average. What happens when he's poor? Do you think a player like Mount was used up early in his career and it's a problem for the league? No, he's just not very good. It's nothing to do with him game time. It's not a game time thing. He don't excel at anything. He doesn't excel at anything from an offensive standpoint, like attacking standpoint, and he doesn't excel at anything from a defensive standpoint. There's no attribute on the ball that he has and you go, yes. What does he do? Someone tell me. What does he do? And I was saying this awesome along. What does he do? You don't get goals. You don't get assists. You don't create heavily. Don't win the ball back. You're not a great interceptor. You don't scream. What do you do as a midfielder? People tell me he's an eight. He's out there running around. Like, he's just good at cardio. Stamina, durable. Physically, he's not strong. He's not got no pace. He's not powerful. He's not agile. Don't have great balance. What are we talking about? Technically, first touch, ball control, finishing, technique, weight of pass, crossing. What are we doing? What does he do? Well, people got on board with it because Ten Hag did his foolishness. Serious chic. Just the extra body in our team, to be honest, replaced Mount with me and it's the same. If I actually got up and, and actually got fit and available, I could do what he does. And I probably do with more athleticism. I'm older than Mount. And I'm significantly older than Mason Mount. I could go out there and run around. Go out there and just simple. What are we doing? Just foolishness. Oh, why is that? Why I just fell out? What is going on? You lot continue to run up the likes. Hit the subscribe button on the channel. Continue to get your questions in. I'm closing out in the next five to ten minutes. Keep it Manchester United related, please, people. Don't forget, subscribe to the Sarcasm City TV gaming YouTube channel as well, people. Why the charger fell out of the laptop? Here, people. Continue to share across all the socials, all that good stuff as well. Don't forget, also... We are because we didn't do the United Chelsea Spurs show yesterday. We're going to do it today, people. So 11 p.m. UK time, you'll get the Manchester United Chelsea Tottenham Hotspur show, and then following that, 12:30 a.m. So straight after, you will get doing the most, which is the Premier League show, people. So you will get that. You won't see me clapping and flicking my hair back either. You might see that, like sometimes my my, my plaits get in the way, so you'll see me. But that's it. That's it. Like I said, somebody going to put together. Um, YouTube footballer, I mean, um, a YouTube like content creator, um, football league or something like that, like five aside or something or 11 aside. And you're not going to see me play. I'm looking forward to it. And you're not run up the subscribers as well. How have we had no new subscribers? No, there's new people watching right now. What are we doing? Know that as a fact. What are we doing? 
Do I think Rashford makes England's Euro squad? Yeah. I think Southgate, he's Southgate's guy, he gonna make that regardless. He gonna make that regardless, hundred percent. Like that's Southgate. Like certain players, no matter their form. Like say Maguire doesn't play anymore. Let's say Varane and Martinez get back in the side and they're playing consistently, and Maguire's on the bench. Maguire gonna go. He's already picked that out. He gonna go regardless. I'm telling you, without doubt. But we move. Oh shit! Let's go put our new thing. Crazy. What the Miko Grimes thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, don't forget on the Twitch as well, members Q&A tonight, people. So if you're a Sarcasm City soldier or a higher, so if you're a second or third tier, so if you're a soldier or a general, then, and I haven't reached out to you, let me know to any members, 10 p.m. UK time tonight on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch. Yeah. Hey, Matthew, we called it. All I can say is flawless. We've been proven right about the Mount transfer. We were against it from day one because we do is overrated and offers nothing. That's the crazy part, though. Offers nothing. It's not even you can look at and go, all right, he'll just put up goals. He'll just get goals. Or he'll just get assists. Or he's a great set piece taker. Or he's defensively sound. You know I'm saying, and we'll track runners up. Nothing for 60 M's. At least with Onada, you can say, all right, he gives you this. At least with Hoyland, whether you rate the side in the transfer or not, all right, he gives you this. The ball will, will stick to him when it goes up there more often than not. He'll make it tough for defenders. He'll run channels. He'll give defenders something to pick up, to think about. <sighs> so It's so bad. You know what I'm saying? It's all bad. Uh, you lot, final few questions. We're going to close out. Who's live as well? I read someone in your live. But like I said, don't forget, we're about live tonight, 11 p.m. UK time. 11 p.m. UK time for the Manchester United Chelsea Spurs show. So we will be discussing United's win over Everton. Chelsea's loss to Newcastle and Spurs also losing to Aston Villa as well, people. So that'll be 11 p.m. And then following that, after that, straight away, we'll be doing the most, which is the Premier League show. But go subscribe to the Sarcasm City TV gaming YouTube channel as well. I'm going to try and fit in a live stream on there tonight. So if it's if it'll be like 8 o'clock maybe, if not like later in the night time. But just keep a lookout. Just keep a lookout. I'll reach out to the gang gang and see who is around as well. Sheik says, I will shamelessly flex Ganacho's goal all season now. Manga is something to hold on to during our shit season. That is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Ed says, we were saying Havertz um, and Mount were equally stinky, but at least Havertz is having an impact off the bench. Uh, he really made the worst side of the season. Right. Horrific, but no one people in the chat ain't gonna pop up and say, you know what, I called this wrong. All right, okay. Foolishness. Like if I call something wrong, I'll be like, yo, I got this way wrong. Hundred percent. If I get stuff wrong. All right. Yes. Let me raid. Let me raid. But don't forget as well, people. Obviously, with Sarcasm City TV, the YouTube channel, all our shows on here, apart from Watch Along, are available on audio-only platforms, people. So SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast type in Sarcasm City TV and this show and all the other shows on the channel will pop up. So like I always say, if you want to listen while you're cooking, while you're cleaning, while you're driving, while you're at work, 
You know what I'm saying? You may just be traveling. You may be at the gym. Maybe you just don't want the YouTube app open. That is absolutely fine, people. So big up to all the audio listeners as well, because you lot are real ones and are just as important as the watchers on the YouTube channel as well. So Spotify, if you have a Spotify account, make sure you type in Sarcasm City TV. Hills with the following five stars. Same with iTunes, Apple Podcast, all you iPhone users. Five stars and leave us a review. It helps. Helps us grow further in the audio space as well as um, the YouTube and Twitch spaces as well. Same with SoundCloud. Hit us with the follow or wherever you listen to podcasts, people. See what else you lot are saying. Turns out Havertz would have been better signing them out. Two cheeks of the same ass, to be honest. Oh, yeah, Matthew, that's how I feel about Greenwood. He said, did you see Greenwood's goal this weekend? I do wish he had never did what he had done. As a player of his class, I never dispute that man's talent. What he did, though, I will never fuck with and I never want to see him back in a Manchester United shirt. However, he is talented, yes. never. That's why I've never disputed his talent. But I never want to see him back in a Manchester United shirt ever. And I made my stance clear on that during that period. Then when everything went quiet and then everything else came out, same again. And my stance will not change. I do not want to see him back in a Manchester United shirt ever. Do I have any power on that? Absolutely not. Just stating my opinion. Not saying that you have to agree with me on it. And that's to anybody. I'm just saying I'm not hearing the other side because that's beyond football. Like, I hear the other side on uh, Bruno Fernandes or the manager or a Martial or a Rashford or a Shaw. That's football. We can debate that. But with him, I'm not debating um, anything else. To Daz, who says Rashford deserves some credit. Go easy on him. Rashford deserve What did he deserve credit for, Daz? Exactly. What, what criticism do you think that he's been given that is unfair? Uh, Ed says 100% talent is undeniable, but his mistakes is uh, unforgivable. Yeah, yeah, 100% in terms of playing for us. That's facts. But yeah, it does. Let us know. I want to know what criticism you re- you think he's received that is unfair. Oh, go easy on him for the penalty. I ain't mentioned the pen. Who mentioned the pen? I just said he was poor outside of the penalty, which he was. We took the penalty. All right. All right, you scored a penalty. Great penalty. Hey, you think he looked threatening? I disagree, but here we are. I thought he was poor. Maybe it is sarcasm chic. That's why I'm just like, each to their own, to be honest. Um, something I feel someone is someone is with Maino's talent, legs, composure, defensive and offensive play, being back uh, will maybe allow the likes of Bruno and Mount to eventually play together. Oh, big I'd even clock it was you, turn 23. Large up my done, turn 23. I'm saying one of the most talented musicians out there. I'm saying a man's a rapper, singer, producer, engineer different level when it comes to talent but big up to you man every single time let me mod you actually one second yeah man as a mod big up 1023 man good to see you in the chat my guy i, th- I think even with Mayno, bruno and mal just don't work together because they're the same they're, the, they're similar players i think they're too similar one i don't think they're good enough and two i don't i just i don't i think they're they're just not good enough yeah one i don't think they're good enough and two i think they're too similar to get the most out of, to get the best out of either of them. They both want to vacate the space and go further into the final third. So I hope you're good 10-23 as well. Rashford didn't get to choose what he chose to do. Huh? You're going to have to elaborate. What I don't understand what that means, that's But hey, we move. I agree, Flawless. Rashford was the worst player on the pitch and how he lasted the full game, I just don't know. I think Double A made this point yesterday on the Unfiltered podcast. I think he lasted the whole game because he's not playing on Wednesday. 
which like you alluded to earlier, Matthew, I'm over the moon about because we get to see something different. We do. Mayno looked like the most experienced out there yesterday. I'm also kind of scared of the pressure we put on Mayno. Let the kid develop and play his football and find his own way into the team. I hear you, Sheik, but it's unfortunate that you are midfield hopes now rest on his shoulders. That is unfair to him. Very unfair that he has the weight of that in regards to carrying our midfield and helping us perform better as a team. It's a big Manchester United football club. Hopefully Casemiro, once he's back, can help with that. Because I think Casemiro, Casemiro will take some of that pressure away from him. Hey, Nick, I don't know what man is saying. I'm not going to lie. I, I really don't know. On a lighter note, where are you ranking Ganacho's goal in terms of our greatest goals? He's top five for me. RVP volley, my number one. Is he getting top five? He's definitely up there in the Premier League. Van Persie's volley is defo. The chip from... Um, Cantona, can't remember who I was against. That's definitely up there. After I'll have to check a compilation because I know there's some banging goals I forgot. I know this, hundred and ten percent. I know there's goals. Hey, Dazman said it's not that complicated. It confused me, but here we are. But anyways, we're gonna we're gonna close out. Love to everyone that has locked in. Run up the likes. Continue to hit the subscribe button as well. Uh, United chose Rashford. All right, yeah, cool. That doesn't mean, yeah, sure, that's, all right. I'm not even getting into it in regards to, to Rashford's performances. All I asked was, what's the criticism of, what criticism has Rashford received? And you said for the penalty. So, well, he performed poorly, but you thought he performed well. And he's been poor all season long. His goal, his goals and assists show that, and his overall performances show that. But if you think the criticism is over the top, first, perform better and you don't get criticised. That's what I always say. No one needs, no player needs to be defended if they're performing to a good standard. But used to their own, used to their own. I say that because we've got a player who can develop into something world-class, but you know how it's gone for certain players in the past and in general. We don't make world-class players like that anymore. True Sheik. There's a lot of pressure on him already. Galatasaray away, we're looking at him. Newcastle away, we're looking at him. Two big games, in particular that game on Wednesday. Well, we move anyway. We're gonna raid Carefree Lewis G people. So um, when we head over there, I just need you lot to put Chelsea still in tenth. I just need you lot to put in the chat and go. Just that uh, Chelsea are in. Just a reminder. You have to put just a reminder. Chelsea are in tenth. That's what I need you lot to do when you go over there. Just here to remind you, Chelsea are in tenth. Hashtag up the Chelsea. That's what I need you lot to do. Yeah, they are in tenth. They are. They are in tenth. But if Wolves win, Wolves beat Fulham. They'll go, what's it called? <laughs> if Wolves beat Fulham, they'll drop to 11th. It is. Hey, big up Eli. You know what I'm saying? Good to see you. Big up Sheik as well. Catch you later. Oh, yeah, Eli as well. You upgraded to a soldier. Let me know. Contact me on socials if you want in on the members Q&A, Eli. If you want in on the members Q&A, because I've got nowhere to contact you. So whether it's Twitter or whether it's Instagram, just let me know. If you're on Twitter, follow the Sarcasm City TV Twitter. If you're on Instagram, follow the Sarcasm City TV um, in Instagram. Um, oh, is that he? Oh, is he a Chelsea fan? Um, but yeah, Sheik says fuck Chelsea. I'm with that. Fuck Chelsea. I'm saying you ain't got to watch no language out here. This is our city. The fuck? I'm saying I'm president of the city. Well, I say goals. You know, like it says literally on the info of the channel. If you're easily offended, this channel is not for you. But yeah, like I said, Eli, hit me up if that's the case as well. And like again, subscribe to the Sarcasm City TV Gaming back tonight, 11 p.m. UK time on 
here for the Manchester United Chelsea Spurs show and following that doing the most. And then Tuesday, and then Tuesday, people, um, Man of United podcast, myself, Ivorian, will be back on that as well. And then 11 p.m., slightly earlier start for the Manchester United Liverpool show. All these are on the upcoming live stream schedule as well. Um, but love to everyone that's locked in. Like I said, make sure you look when you head over to Lewis's stream. But just here to remind you, Chelsea every 10th, hashtag up the Chelsea. But love to everyone that's locked in. And this has been the Man of United podcast live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Big up for tuning in.